0: Hi, and welcome to the Win-Win Podcast. I am your host, Shauna Samalong. Join us as we dive into changing trends in the workplace and how to navigate them successfully. In today's economic climate, driving efficiency is becoming increasingly critical for businesses to prioritize. Improving sales efficiency is an area where enablement can have a significant impact, as it can help streamline processes and activities so that reps can optimize the time they spend towards selling. In fact, a study done by Sales Enablement Pro recently found that enablement teams that track sales efficiency as a key success metric reported three percentage point higher win rates on average. So why is efficiency so important in today's business environment? Here to discuss this topic is Chris Larson, the Chief Financial Officer at Highspot. Thanks for joining us, Chris. I'd love for you to tell us about yourself, your background, and your role here at Highspot.
1: Yeah, you bet. And thanks for having me. Appreciate it. So I'm Chris Larson. I'm Highspot CFO. My background is I started my career at Deloitte here in the Seattle area. Served a couple of different categories of clients: private companies, uh, public companies. From there, after several years, moved on to Amazon. In my first few years at Amazon, I was with AWS. This was some time ago when they were still really trying to get that business off the ground and, and really get momentum. And then my latter couple of years at Amazon was with uh, in the SEC reporting group, did the global accounting close. Following Amazon, I did a quick stop for a couple of years at a company called Porch. It's a local startup now public. Um, and I've been at Highspot since 2017. So my history at Highspot is got here right after their series B we were about 65 employees just a few million dollars in revenue and have grown just quite a bit since then and it's been really a fun journey being here for the growth the new countries the new products here I am today
0: well chris it has been fantastic working with you as our cfo for as you said you know n- nearly the last 5 years and over the course of that time you know we we kind of had a period of growth at all costs, and we're really starting to see a fundamental shift to focus on, you know, more efficient strategic growth. From your perspective, why is efficiency so important for business leaders to focus on in today's economic climate?
1: Yeah, like you said, these last few years have definitely been growth at all costs, and that's what was celebrated. And, you know, I think there's a lot of drivers that go into this. Some are logical, some are not. But I think what's clear, if you look at the last year, it's been a very strong signal that scalable growth, durable growth, however you want to label it, is what matters. And you know, just to be clear, like revenue growth, of course, still matters. That's that's an evergreen. That's always going to be there. But it's, it's super important these days that companies can show their ability to grow efficiently. Now, in my opinion, it's actually a return to a more sane and sustainable investing environment and businesses are getting back to the fundamentals. And so, you know, the question of like, why should leaders care about it in a rational investing environment like we're in right now and probably will be for quite some time, hopefully, it's going to your valuation of your company is going to be based on the present value of your future profits and your cash flows. And so companies are being scrutinized right now, like they haven't been in years, about what's their unit economics. And sure, great, show your growth, but you also have to show strong unit economics. And if you want to stand out as a leader right now, it's demonstrating to your company that you're thinking like an owner and you're thinking with the current times where efficiency matters.
0: For our audience, what are some of your best practices for helping the company manage change to drive efficiency?
1: Yeah, this is an area that I've thought a lot about recently. So there's a few fundamentals that I would suggest here. First and foremost is be authentic. I mean, that's just general advice as you're trying to make change in your organization. But, you know, be authentic. I just feel like it's so foundational and hopefully you've done enough research and self-learning to kind of get the proper amount of education to just know how important it is that we are sustainable and we're building something as a company that's sustainable. I think the second thing I'd say is paint the picture of what's possible. So at the end of the day, people are going to be motivated by what's at the end of the rainbow and you know so that you can make sure that as you're communicating like here's why we're driving towards what we're driving toward and For your company, it might be we want to create a great enterprise value, or we want to deliver all these things to all of our available customers. Therefore, we have to do it efficiently and effectively. The third category I'd say is ask people to act like owners. I just mentioned this in our annual kickoff um, for our whole company and talked about this notion of, look, you invest a tremendous amount of your time and energy at this company. You're literally a shareholder in the sense that you have stock options. Um, think of yourself as an owner in this company and start making decisions accordingly. And then finally, it's kind of the call to action, but it's, it's empower your employees. So encourage them to have a voice. They're on the front lines. They understand how processes can be made better, um, how efficiency can really be gained, and you know give them that voice to have that, those communications um, throughout their organization.
0: I think that is really fantastic advice, Chris. Now, to pivot a little bit for our audience in enablement, many enablement teams across different organizations today need to consistently prove their value to justify their budget and their resourcing investments. From your perspective, why is sales enablement a worthwhile investment, especially as you think about efficiency? Yeah, it's a great question. So I'll take a
1: very CFO lens when I answer this question. If you just start with revenue, there's inherently always going to be pressure to increase revenue in any business. And so that, again, is just something that's evergreen. And sales enablement is the function that wakes up every day and they're laser focused on improving the output from your sales team. And I'll say as a CFO, I personally sleep better at night knowing that there's people in our company that are obsessed with that and they make it their daily job. You know, growing revenue, of course, is lots of people's jobs, but having that focus of making sure that our reps are incredibly effective is critical to unlocking that revenue growth that we need. And I think that a great enablement team is a mobilizer within the business. They see a lot of surface area and they're able to connect the dots, You know, take that strategy that we're trying to drive as a business and turn it into action. And I think the thing I respect about enablement teams is when they're able to use data to paint that story and remove some of the anecdotals, which of course are important, but even often more important is like, what are the trends and like, where can we really focus our time to have the highest impact in order to grow revenue? So the second area I'll talk about is OpEx. So compensation for us, for Highspot and for many companies is the largest expense category that you've got on your P&L. And even if you break down compensation, the amount you pay your sales teams is incredibly significant. So if you can optimize that expense by just a point or two, it could be game changing for the financial profile of your company. And so when I think about our sales team and our sales spend, like I really wanna maximize the output of that investment and a high-functioning sales enablement is one key component to all of that and making sure that we're making that exponential impact on the sales organization.
0: Absolutely. And I love that CFO perspective. So keep that coming. Now, how would you recommend enablement leaders stay aligned with the goals of the company, You know, especially as change occurs to drive business impact on things like efficiency?
1: Yeah, I would say for enablement leaders, I would start with educate yourself on just the basic financial metrics. You don't have to be, you know, wizard level or be able to keep up with your finance team, but I think just starting with that education on like what does our P&L look like and what are the important KPIs that our go-to-market engine is being monitored on? What are some of the conversations that are being had at the upper management levels, at the board level to understand the health of our of our function? And if your company's public, I'd say go read the earnings release. Like that will give you a lens into exactly what management's objectives are for their bosses who are the shareholders. The second thing I'd say is just know the goals of the company. So if you're setting corporate goals and things like that, that should be a lens into what management cares about. And you know, even better is find a way to advocate and influence what those goals are. That's a way to demonstrate that you're thinking like an owner um, and show that you care about the top line, revenue, and then the bottom line, which is profits. And then finally, as advice, I would say just go talk to finance, like just trust me that your finance team will appreciate having allies out there in the company. And we're not scary people, we're happy to have the conversation. And I think just establishing that bridge and demonstrating that you care about the financial efficiency of the business will be a huge unlock. And I think you'll find you'll be warmly received coming in with that message.
0: I couldn't agree more. For for those maybe enablement leaders that don't get as much access to the C-suite, how should enablement leaders approach conversations with C-suite executives like a CFO about the value that enablement brings to the business?
1: Great question. So I think I would first start with just some basic general advice. So speak at the right altitude if you're talking to the C-suite. Like they don't live in the details or experience the same problems that you do. But I will say, especially with the CFO, don't be surprised if they're ready to go dive into the details and want to kind of really understand on the front lines, like what's going on. So be armed and ready to go down to that level if you need to. I would say the positioning that I would take with the CFO, for instance, would be that enablement is critical both for revenue growth and efficiency. I think historically, there's been a lot more focus on, here's how we're going to help you grow the top line. And not necessarily as much focus on, Hey, you have all these change initiatives that you're trying to do right now to become more efficient. We're a tool that can help with that. You know, as I mentioned in one of the previous answers, like just know the company's initiatives, problems, goals. And as you go to the C-suite, they're going to want to focus on those more and more because oftentimes that's what they're measured against in terms of their performance. I love talking to enablement folks and seeing their insights is another thing I'd mentioned. So, there's a lot that i don't see on the front lines of the go-to market. i might have a hunch that something's not working as well as it should be and when an enablement leader can come to me and say, "yes, that thing that you're wondering about, it is broken, but like here's how enablement is helping to actually fix that problem." It's a validation point for a leader that has that hunch. You know, i'll i'll give you an example. Like in this environment, you're wondering are my reps as good at negotiating as they should be because times have changed and negotiation is more important than ever and knowing like yes we have a focused effort on negotiation and here's how we're actually rolling it out through our enablement program gives me more comfort as a CFO that like I'm getting value for my spend and then finally I'll just end with establish a little bit of fomo like I think as a category, sales enablement has been really hot these past several years. And it's getting to a point where if you don't have enablement or even like a robust enablement system within your company, you're behind the times. And I think preying on a little bit of the fear that you might get with an executive or a a CFO is, am I missing a key part of my business process that should be there? And if I'm not doing what's normal, you really have to ask yourself, why am I comfortable being different from what's normal?
0: Okay, that's fantastic advice. And you hit on two things that I want to just drill a little bit into, which is around the insights that enablement can bring. When it comes to investment in technology, what metrics would you recommend leaders bring to C-suite executives to show the value of the tools they're using in enablement?
1: Yeah. So these days, I'll, I'll just pick two here. So ROI is one, and then tool consolidation is the other. I mean I think I hear tool consolidation every day these days in some in some sentence or another. So if I just start with the ROI front, I've seen really good presentations of ROI and I've seen some really really terrible presentations of ROI. I think from a CFO who's inherently going to be skeptical, don't exaggerate the ROI that you're putting in front. You really have to acknowledge like where your assumptions are and where they may be conservative. And just tread lightly with respect to how much you you push that roi i mean there's a story i've told a couple times recently of a cfo that i was talking to and he said if i believed every roi calculator that i ever got from a salesperson i'd have a 10 billion dollar business i mean there's just it's there's abuse out there with using roi the second thing i'd say is Know the ROI backward and forward. Like oftentimes I will push on the salesperson and say like, tell me about that number. Like where did that come from? And the good people can dive down a couple of clicks and explain it. The bad experience for me as a CFO is them saying like, oh, I'm not quite sure. Let me go talk to my team and get back to you on that. You erode a lot of trust with an answer like that. And then the third thing I'll say on ROI is if you can get your champion out there to put their money where their mouth is it makes a big difference so here's an example if you're claiming that your tool that you're selling is going to increase revenue by x percent as a cfo i'm going to look to the sales leader and say okay if i buy this tool are you going to call up your number by that amount and if they're not willing to put their money where their mouth is it makes me much less skeptical that we're going to get that roi so that's roi Now, moving over to tool consolidation, you know, if you can credibly position your technology as an opportunity to consolidate tools, that's a tangible cost savings. And that's tangible cost savings because, yes, you're spending more with a certain vendor. In theory, you're getting economies of scale and you're actually going to get lower overall, higher discounts, I'd say. There's also that element of just maintaining a tool, which is expensive. There's a lot of people costs that go into maintaining lots and lots of tools across an organization. The more you consolidate, the more you're able to rein that in and actually concentrate on a few vendors. I've found that companies are more open than they've been in many years to using a single platform rather than segmenting it into a whole bunch of different little parts so that everybody can get exactly what they want along the way there's certainly this trend against uh, around just let's consolidate down the overall spend.
0: Absolutely. I could not agree more. We are seeing that trend. Can you share some ways that Highspot can help teams through uncertain economic climates?
1: Yeah. So if you just go back fundamentally, like what does Highspot do? We're all about improving the productivity of reps. So, you know, as we're aware, the selling environment has changed. So a couple of examples of why this is important. In my opinion, from what I've observed and what I hear from our frontline sellers, the selling environment has changed from peacetime to wartime. Where, What I mean by that is this this element where someone just raised a bunch of money and they're going to go juice their sales organization and they need to hire like crazy. And you just have to hustle and like keep up with the demand is a thing of the past. And I think a lot of selling organizations have lost some skills that they either never had or used to have, and they got weak, which is how do you actually sell when you're selling in an uphill battle? So I think High Spot is a tool where you start designing these initiatives to kind of sharpen those skills. Where are you going to go do it? I would say High Spot is the place where that those sorts of initiatives start to happen. So good old selling value, good old handling CFO objections, good old being a better negotiator. Highspot is where you can actually put some of those plays into process and monitor that it's actually happening. The second thing I'll say is every rep matters and high spot is the way that you can improve every rep's performance. So the last couple of years, there's been slack in the system you just inherently know like i'm going to spend a bunch of money on reps some are going to perform some aren't i'm going to i'm going to work on it and try to get them as best as i can much of that slack maybe all of that slack has been removed from the system and it's more critical than ever that every rep is performing and i think that that element of like improving rep attainment is more important than ever i know it's something we talk about at a board level it's incredibly important and then finally i'll say ramp time has to reduce and high spot is a tool that can help shorten ramp time so it costs a lot of money to hire a rep to ramp a rep and get them actually producing revenue of course like the faster that you can rein this in the faster you're going to be able to start recouping your investment.
0: Absolutely. This has been a fantastic conversation, Chris. Given the economic uncertainty, my last question for you is, you know, what predictions do you have for the future of enablement and the value that it can bring to businesses today and in the long term?
1: Yeah, so from a prediction standpoint, I think the category has a tremendous amount of momentum. Like this was building for years, even before we started to hit this economic uncertainty. And this economic environment is going to be a bump in the road. You know, things always recover. So, you know, if done right, I think that the downturn is actually an opportunity for enablement professionals and enablement tool providers to prove that they can not only drive positive impact when it's good times, when you're growing and it's like you're just trying to keep up and it's crazy times. I think now is when enablement proves that they're resilient as a category and they're a key contributor to adapting to an economic downturn. And, you know, fundamentally for companies, I firmly believe that companies either weaken or they strengthen during a downturn. And if you're investing in enablement and you're really making a machine of a go-to-market organization, you'll slingshot out of this downturn once the downturn starts to subside And you're going to capture all that upside ahead.
0: I couldn't agree more. Well, Chris, thank you so much for joining us today. I value the insights from a CFO, especially today in the current economic climate. So thank you so much.
1: Awesome. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Win Win Podcast. Be sure to tune in next time for more insights on how you can maximize enablement success with Highspot.